morning. And good morning on Facebook and in the Zoom room and wherever you happen to be when you watch this. So please let my words speak for you. As I say, good morning, God. And thank you for this beautiful day and for the presence and energy of each beautiful soul here today. As I pause in this moment to bring myself into this room, letting go of anything that has come before and anything that will be coming after. As I let myself sink into the peace and the love of my surroundings, I open my heart, I open my heart soul, I open my mind as I prepare to listen to Reverend Diana talking about one of the most important subjects, Know Thyself. And so as I sink into the silence and with deep gratitude, knowing even as I speak that all is coming into manifestation, I say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. So nice to see everybody here this morning. If you are new here with us, either in the room or online, my name is Reverend Diana Johnson, and I am the pastor and spiritual director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We're an independent interfaith community, and we teach universal principles and practical spirituality. And so I welcome you home to our community, should you choose it for yourself. And I welcome you home to your own mystic heart where all of your true answers are already there. So as we begin our Teze meditation this morning, we join our voices helping to further unify our energy, our vibration to empower our meditation experience this morning.
we are one in this life all connected Let love be the guide. We are one in this life, all connected, hearts open wide. In our loving kindness, God is always reflected. Let love be. might as well let love be the guide because that's all that really exists is love. So we begin by taking a long, slow, deep breath in together. Sensing a brief pause and then letting it go. allowing the breath to carry us inward to the deep peace and wholeness that is always available. Bringing awareness to the presence right here, right now. grounding even more deeply into the silence, the internal silence. And sensing an opening of the heart. Of the mind. Of the spirit within. Preparing the soul for deep listening. For receiving the gift of this time together. We take a moment to honor our connection with all that is. Together we envision a web of consciousness an energetic field, a holy presence. 
that surrounds and infuses the planet. Each of us a point of light in that web, reflecting our own radiance to the many other beings that share this space and time with us. Every human without exception. Every other than human creature. All of the plants of every size and shape the rocks and the minerals, the water and the wind, the stars and the planets. And all the space in between, all of it alive in relationship forever connected by our coexistence at this time and in this place. Forever one in spirit. Feeling the strength of that connection, of that oneness, we share time in prayer and meditation. And by doing so, we leave an imprint of peace on the world. The love that we feel and express brings a showering of grace to the entire cosmos. Take a moment to feel into the atmosphere of grace that we are creating. As we come together, we set an intention that each one of us is a beneficial presence on the planet. The love that we feel and express brings a showering of grace. Each one of us leaves a positive imprint on human evolution through our practice. And as a community, we use this time to move the world toward a more generous and compassionate and harmonious expression. Together we walk as love in action. This morning we center our reflections and contemplations on what it means to know thyself We often say that the human body is the vessel we are given, that the body is the house of the spirit. I think this is not quite sufficient, not quite accurate. Rather, the body is spirit taken form. And the world we live in is not merely God's creation. It is divinity as presented to our senses. 
Knowing thyself means listening to the body, which includes our physical, mental, and emotional states. Our physical being is not in any way separate from God. It is literally God experiencing life as us. If spirit is truly all-knowing, infinite intelligence, and everywhere present, the presence in all that is, how can it be otherwise? Take a moment to allow that to really sink in. Right here and now, you are God in form. It is this truth, I am one form that God has taken, that leads me to seek the highest experience of humanity that I can. Because if it is true, then I have all of the qualities of spirit already present within me from birth. I may not be accessing them all, in this moment or in any moment. But my lack of awareness does not, cannot change what is true. As I open myself to this truth and begin seeking the qualities of spirit within me, I am coming to know myself as I truly am. One of the most beautiful ways that I have found to begin this search, this deep dive to know the God Self, comes to us as the prayer of St. Francis. This Christian prayer is universal in its language. It points us inward, asks nothing of us that we cannot do, if only we are willing to come to our knees. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Let's pause and take just that in. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. In the days of St. Francis, an instrument was a magical object. What more hallowed object could have existed in such a world than something crafted by the skilled hand that could create such sounds and turn breath or touch into melody? To play an instrument would have been a divine skill. To be an instrument would have been a sacred thing indeed. When Francis asks to be made an instrument of God's peace, he is bowing down before God's skill as maker, as musician, as composer of our days, and offering himself up to be shaped into a form 
through which the voice of God can be heard. When we give ourselves to this prayer, we are asking the same. From the first line of this prayer, we are submitting ourselves to a deeper wisdom, inviting God's peace to flow through us as we draw upon the guidance, the courage, and the power of spirit. We're offering a clean slate, an open mind, a willing heart. We are asking that our physical body serve as a vessel through which God's peace may flow. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. The paths we choose as we travel through our lives shape us. The longer we follow a particular path, the more it affects our heart and spirit. This prayer reflects an understanding that walking in either hatred or love is a choice in every moment. And it does not make demands that are beyond our reach. Francis is not telling us that we must unceasingly manifest love in full bloom, only that we must sow a seed of love. Because he knows that if we plant a seed, it will grow if it is tended, and will soon become strong enough to stand on its own. Hatred is one of the most frightening of human emotions. It is willful, even predatory in nature. And if left to its own devices, will consume everything around it. Francis invites us to meet hatred with love. If we run from it, we are only allowing it to take root in our lives. Francis knows that although hatred seems to have a will of its own, it has grown from a deeper hurt or sadness that has been buried and perhaps calcified. And so hatred lashes out at all things good and kind, all things gentle. Hatred is not a power of its own. Love is the only true power. It is tempting to focus only on the goodness of life and ignore the hatred that does not touch us directly. But Francis, who saw beauty and brightness everywhere, challenges us from the very outset of his prayer to stare hatred in the eye and trust in the power of our own love to stand against it. This is no small challenge. It asks us to overcome our fear and to have faith in the power of goodness. It asks us to believe that our own halting love is strong enough to take root 
in a field that seems choked with the weeds of hate. He reminds us that love is a habit of the heart, an inclination of the spirit. Each day is filled with opportunities to choose peace, to sow seeds of love. May we each stand mindful in our choices. Two and a half millennia ago, the phrase Know Thyself was inscribed on the Temple of Apollo in Greece. Countless human beings have spent the time since then unpacking its terse wisdom and have arrived at various interpretations. These different understandings seem to depend on what we think constitutes the self. We've been exploring four main aspects of the self, the heart or the emotional self, the mind or intellect, the physical body, and spirit, our divine self. To truly know ourselves, we must enter into a balanced inquiry of all four of these facets of our being, using our reason, our physical sensations, our emotions, and our intuition. To know our physical self, we listen to our body, to what it needs in terms of shelter, nutrition, exercise, hygiene, and so forth. We listen to our heart for its needs, love, acceptance, belonging, worthiness, through prayer, meditation, and therapy, we learn the content of our mind, both our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. Empowering this self-inquiry is our spiritual self, our divine ground of being, that within us which remembers that we are in microcosm what God is in macrocosm. Infinite wisdom and unconditional love flow through us, revealing all that we are, all that we need, all that our heart, mind, and body are revealing to us. I invite us into that inquiry now as we share our three minutes of silent contemplation this morning, breathing gently and regularly relaxing the body, quieting the mind, inviting the divine presence, and encouraging our hearts to radiate love. We remain open and receptive to all that wants to reveal itself to us and through us. Deep in the stillness, we ask our mind, our heart, our body, and our spirit, each in turn, who am I? 
What am I? And as our question is enveloped in the silence, we listen. As the music gently ushers our awareness back to this present time and place, we find all aspects of ourself fully integrated, heart, mind, body, and spirit. We are grateful for this communion with ourself and with our outer self, those who make up our beloved community. Thank you, God, for everyone and for everything.
Our journey of self-inquiry has just begun. It is an ongoing process of alignment, realignment, and integration. One self with four modes of expression, all working together and activating the one divine creative power of the universe. We return now to the inspirational words of Reverend Diana, fully open to receive the gifts of divine wisdom and love. We have the spiritual tools we need to follow the ancient sage's advice. Know thyself. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, let me sow pardon. Does this mean that we are to forgive all manner of crimes and transgressions, no matter how harmful? This is not exactly the message that I receive. Rather, it seems that Francis is inviting us to seek healing and reconciliation, not approval or acceptance. As we continue in our spiritual work, we may come to a place of acceptance or even forgiveness for the hurts that we have experienced. I pray that we do, because acceptance and forgiveness free us as we offer it. It has nothing to do with the one it is directed toward. Once again, Francis is speaking of sowing seeds of pardon. He recognizes that if we don't sow the seeds of healing and reconciliation, we will never experience wholeness. Healing rises above the question of right and wrong. It rises above good and evil. It has to do with restoring health, restoring life. Sowing seeds of pardon is required before we can restore health to the body before we can restore health to the mind and life to the spirit.
is not the absence of life going on around me. It's the stillness I find at any moment and the truth that sets me free. Oh 
how do we define that word Lord? I define it as the loving and lawful presence of the sacred that permeates everything and everyone. It is not something separate from any one of us. It is the spirit within. And so into your hands I commit my spirit. I commit my soul. And by this powerful act of surrender, I'm coming to know myself as I was meant to be. I invite, accept, and receive the strength, the courage, and the power of the Creator by whatever name we call it. The strength, the courage, and the power that I might walk in peace and walk as peace in action. That I might live my life as love taken form. I trust and know that as I sow seeds of pardon, allowing healing and reconciliation to flow powerfully through my life, I can recognize and accept my own divinity. And so in this moment, I trust and know that I am, that you are, the divine taken form because there is only one, one life, one source. And each one of us is a perfect and intentional and irreplaceable expression of that divinity. We're here on purpose. Our lives have meaning and purpose. And so we move into this week refreshed and reminded of who we truly are. I give thanks for this time together, for these reminders, for the opportunity to share in community and in communion. I give thanks for this beautiful morning and for all of the many, many gifts that shower down upon us and around us all the time. And I release this prayer in closing our Teze this morning, trusting absolutely that it has created just this perfect experience and expression of peace and love, of healing and wholeness. And so I let it be. And so it is. Mm. I hope that felt as good for you as it did for me. <laughs> ah, so coming back into our space and just gently looking around to see who's here with us this morning. Our spiritual family, support system. Don't ever hesitate to reach out. The bulletin that is in the basket on the way in has contact information.
for all of our core council members, minister practitioners. Don't hesitate to reach out for support. We're here. And we'll put down what we're doing. And we'll be there for you. So as we close our Teze this morning, we are offering the opportunity for you to share of your financial good with our community so that we might continue our work in the world. And as we uh, do that this morning, I found a beautiful version of the Prayer of St. Francis by Sarah McLaughlin. So enjoy. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace Where there is hatred, let me sow continuing with this prayer through the rest of the month and applying it to the other two topics which are about being in relationship and about our global connection. So I say thank you for this, these gifts. Thank you for the presence of each one here. Thank you so much for all of the forms of support that come from spirit and through your hands and hearts are received with deep gratitude by Mystic Heart. Thank you. And so it is. All right. So we're going to go ahead and close with our soul's blessing. And I pray that you enjoy some coffee or tea. Maybe come back for a conversation. Should be a fun one today at 1030. And thank you for being here this morning. It means a lot to me. May your soul always find what it's looking for. May your heart always lead the way. May you live in peace and 
harmony and may love always fill your day may your path be strewn with happiness may success find you everywhere may you always embrace compassion and grace and may god always answer your prayer may you always embrace compassion and grace and may god always answer your prayer god bless you And good morning to everyone in the Zoom room and on Facebook or wherever you are, where you are joining us and listening in for this wonderful talk today. And so if you could just join me and let my words speak for you. Good morning, God. And thank you so much for this beautiful morning and for the opportunity to once again be with my, my spiritual family and to know the love and the gratitude and just the awesome energy that surrounds me right now. Thank you for joining us and for being a part of us. And so in this moment, as I bring myself right into this place letting go of anything that's come before and anything that I know is coming after, no matter how delicious it may be. <laughs> I just say thank you. Thank you for being here with us. As I open my heart, I open my soul, and I open my mind, and I prepare for a lively discussion on the very important topic of know thyself. Thank you. Father, Mother, God, and so it is. Amen. So we have several unexpected desserts that showed up today. So that's what that was about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to a, a birthday gathering last night for a good friend's husband, and there were four desserts. So she sent all of one and most of another with me. Holy moly. Yay, Barbara's so happy. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you all for being here this morning. Let's sing. Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Join the celebration. Lift your voice and sing your part. Make this affirmation. Spirit made us family with loving hearts to share. Together we are joyfully practicing the possible through prayer and everything's possible so welcome prayer. to your mystic heart we may be few but we're mighty everybody Everybody, 
and see if you can get some air circulating in here, please. It's a little stuffy in here. <laughs> here we go. I wasn't dancing around. I know. Maybe I should be more still. I am opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. I am opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. I am opening. I am Surrender to the luminous love light of the one. I am opening. I am opening. I am opening. I am opening. We are. We are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. We are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of. We are opening, we are opening, we are opening, we are opening, we are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. We are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. We are opening, we are opening. To the luminous love light of the one, we are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. We are opening, we are opening, we are opening, we are opening, we are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. We are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous love light of the one. We are we are opening, 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 we are opening up in sweet surrender to the luminous you to join me in our practice this morning. Join me in the co-creation of a love-soaked world. A love-soaked world where all humans embody compassion and generosity and love and peace and justice. where all people everywhere honor and care for one another. 
and for this amazing planet that sustains us all. And for every creature that shares this beautiful space for us with us. We're creating a world where all needs are met gracefully, easily, where all beings are well fed and have the safety and comfort of home, where mental and physical health and education and relationships are promoted and supported by social systems that are grounded in wellness and wholeness. Yes. Where all beings serve the greater community doing whatever feeds their souls and are well supported in this work. And in that service, each one finds a sense of meaning for their lives, belonging in community. We're creating a world in which all beings are valued and respected for their uniqueness, where authenticity and integrity are the norm, where the peace and kindness we cultivate within us shows up as a world free of hatred or violence. With our growing awareness and by the power of our collective intention, we're writing a new story, a story in which there is no greed, and abundance means having all that is required for physical and mental and emotional and spiritual thriving. Amen. We do not lower our vision, no matter the appearance in the world, knowing with our whole hearts that such a world is inevitable. We align our actions with our vision, and a new world is being born. Our hearts and minds, our arms and our doors are open in radical welcome. All lines and feelings of separation have been erased. In keeping with the vision, our community is open and loving to all beings. All people who seek belonging find it here. With deep faith in the great mystery that I call God, we trust that our prayer is acted upon. We prepare for its graceful unfolding in the world. We feel a deep sense of gratitude. And we give thanks and release it to the living, loving, and lawful source of all that is. It is done. And so it is. Amen. Well, this morning, in Teze, we, well, first of all, let me back up. Our monthly theme is Connections this month. And this morning, our topic is Know Thyself. So we started last week with Connection with Spirit, Communion. And this week, it's Connection with Self. And we used um, the prayer of St. Francis, or the first three lines, because it's way too much to take on in one, <laughs> one morning, um, to approach that. So that was the lens that we used. We looked deeply into the spiritual qualities that are factory equipment within each one of us that we carry, that we have available in any moment that we choose to remember and 
dive deep to find them and pull them out. So the prayer of St. Francis is kind of a universal language. It's a Christian prayer, but it's very universalist in its approach. And what it is, is it's a universal call to something. It's a word I'm going to say, and I'm warning you right now <laughs> that it's another potential trigger word, potentially. Maybe it won't be for anybody here. But it's a call to submission. Submission is not a word that New Thought traditions, ancient wisdom traditions, well, that's not true. Some ancient wisdom traditions use that word. But it's not one we've used here much. And I know I'm asking for trouble when I do this. I'm feeling brave this week because this was all part of my own personal practice this week. And I find that when I bring my personal practice forward into the space, that's when it's the most powerful for people, where the most healing happens. So, <laughs> I was remembering how I got in big trouble talking about repentance. And so, we're going with some submission this morning. We're going to just talk about what that means and then apply it to this knowing thyself. Um, and this came up this week because, remember, remember last week when I said, I wonder who it's going to be this week that comes forward with either with something to say about the service. Usually it's a, it's a problem about the service. Um, this week it was not. It was a question that someone asked me that added to something I said and asked me to go into deeper contemplation. And the words submission and surrender came up in that converse, conversation. And so that's what sent me off in this direction this week. So last week we talked about discipline and obedience which are also very popular words. <laughs> and we talk, who remembers what we talked about around discipline, what we, what we said about what discipline is or is not? It was a focused mental mindfulness, perhaps. OK, a focused mental mindfulness. OK. Be aware. Okay. Be aware of, of yourself. Okay. So that includes awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we went back to the root word, which it shares with disciple, and, and it really means following a higher truth. But then having the awareness, which was the obedience, mm -hmm. the inner listening, the listening inward, and then the willingness to carry out what we're guided to do. Allowing the spirit okay. to come through. Allowing the spirit to come through, mm -hmm. right. So how many people in this room are really comfortable with the word submission? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am well, now. I am. Oh, I yeah, didn't. Really high in the air. I wasn't sure when it was first presented to me. I had to take the week with it. I didn't like it in my wedding foul. Let me tell oh, you. There we I go. go back. <laughs> that was bad. That, that was not okay. Used, right? Obedient uh, and yeah. submission. Yeah. But to so, me, submission mm -hmm. is submitting my, allowing myself to allow God to do what <coughs> there is. Okay. Be open to it. Okay. So allowing God to show you or to mm -hmm. be a presence and being open to whatever that looks like. Who else has something around submission? 
David? Well, I don't like the word submission because it's used in a, a way that usually means one person over another. Mm -hmm. And what I just found out was the action of the fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force, mm -hmm. which changes that whole thing. Changes the whole thing, doesn't right. it? Yeah, it's not on a human level. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that makes a big difference in how I see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, April. It's also a choice. Uh-huh. You can choose to do it or not. So it's right. not like total domination right. of your will. It's, right. It's a choosing to let something be greater than you are. Right. Mm -hmm. So it is a choice you make. It's mm -hmm. not somebody dominating over you. Yep. So Chris? that makes me think we're choosing to align with that self. Okay. That what we're choosing the alignment, right. uh, rather than our human nature, mm -hmm. we're seeking our divine nature and aligning mind, body, and soul with that. Okay. So it's a choice we're making to align with that higher nature, Lucinda, and then I see you over there. Well, as you know, because I've already told you, that is or has been one of my trigger words. It was not in my wedding vows. <laughs> Because <laughs> it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> as well, I, I go deeper within, and uh -huh. I find that deep well within myself that is God, and I come to understand that submission to is going to that deeper place, it's listening, it's, uh -huh. and then all of those words, submission, obedience, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The sting is gone uh -huh. because I take in a deeper meeting instead of just the surface societal right. meeting. Right. So you, you're leaving the relative plane here with yeah. people submitting to one another, obeying one another, disciplining or punishing, which is how we misuse that word. Nice. Chris? Well, because we support each other and talk with one another. Uh -huh. I got to live with this word all week as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not in our wedding vows either. either. <laughs> but it occurred to me that submission, our mission is what we will to have happen, right? Yes. And so submission is basically not my will but thine be done. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that was a new a new take on that. Mm -hmm. But it also occurred to me that <laughs> on a, all the forms that are on our website, the contact forms and the RSVP <laughs> forms, you <laughs> fill out your information and then you press a little green button that says submit. We've been submissive for a while. Yes, we have. <laughs> yeah. Is that like the Nike just do it? Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so, just do it. How is, or is, I should just open it up with is, or how is, surrender, submission, how do they relate in your mind to one another? Because this was the question someone brought back from last week. I was told, look, you talked about discipline and obedience, and I'm all right with that, and I have a new understanding of that. But that's a two-legged stool. You're missing a leg. Where's your submission? 
And I went, ooh, <laughs> thank you for that. Really, I love when someone challenges me to go into a deeper space. Mm -hmm. And then I took submission to surrender, and I came up out the other side with a view, and I'm wondering how you see that. Could you rephrase your question, please? <laughs> Are submission and surrender the same? or in your mind, or if they're not, how are they different? I don't see any difference. Oh. Okay, April? Mm -hmm. I tried to take it to like a tangible place I can relate in my head, so I took it to, we talked about that a little bit before, mm -hmm. and I related it to like, surrender is, for me, like in an army or a war fashion would be I, I will no longer fight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think if there's a difference between the two, it's in that you must first surrender mm -hmm. before you can submit, because after maybe you surrender to an enemy or what not, that's the ceasing of mm -hmm. the battle. And then the submission would be, now we are being integrated into their ways and how they want to. But if you, if you find a difference in those two, then I would say that for me it would be that I must first surrender mm -hmm. my, my fight before I can make a choice right. to then let something be larger than me. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Just to add on that, because that was beautifully yeah. stated, mm -hmm. um, we're surrendering our willfulness. Okay. Surrendering so our willfulness. We're surrendering the willfulness, which would be the fighting or the resistance mm -hmm. to the what is. Right. And then we can submit to the, mm -hmm. to the call that we're asked to do. So that was beautifully stated. Yes. Thank you. Chris. I think surrender can be more generic, more general, but submission is is more specific. You're, mm -hmm. you're submitting to something specific, something, someone specific, a, a specific power. Uh -huh. But surrender can be just letting go and just whatever. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Bob? And then? Well, come around income tax time. <laughs> <laughs> he always has a practical answer. I love it. <laughs> I feel the need to hold on to my money. <laughs> I realize, oh, April 15th, I'd be in trouble. I don't submit my <laughs> taxes. <laughs> so around the 15th you have a moment of surrender and then you submit. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Um, what just keeps on coming to my head is, is, is a dog basically, like a submissive dog, you know, like whenever, uh -huh. if you have a submissive dog and you're walking, you're taking the dog for a walk and another dog comes, if it's a submissive dog it'll just lay down. And sometimes the other dog will come and stand over it, mm -hmm. right? So like having that covering, so like going and just like really submitting to God and allowing God to come and cover us, um, which in my, I'm trying to see the difference between submission and surrender because in life I like to constantly talk about surrender. Very rarely do I even hear that word submission, especially right. whenever it comes into spiritual matters. So right. submitting to God, to the will of God, and just allowing God to over us and cover us and protect us 
and then also surrendering, which I feel is like very, very, it's a very similar, there's like maybe just a very uh -huh. fine line of a difference in my, uh -huh. in my perspective. Yeah. Surrendering and just allowing God to take control in a sense. Right. Which I don't really, you know, yeah. Fine, yeah, fine line. Huh? Did you already do this where you lift up on the Build a Journey? I did. That's where I start always. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. It says, um, with submission, we lose a power struggle. With surrender, we step out of the power struggle and into a new relationship with whatever is arising. Mm -hmm. There's many, but in this one it says, surrender keeps us, what you were saying, in a place of defeat. Submission keeps us in a place of victory. When we are submitted to God, He gives us power to do. Okay. Yeah, I always start looking those words up to see what, and then I don't always stay there. It's right. just a starting place. Yeah. Have you noticed how many people now start pulling up their dictionaries? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that happens for people when they come here long enough. It's like, it's just me. It's pretty fun. Uh, still, again, it, it seems like it matters whether you're talking about a physical aspect of what's words or a spiritual aspect. Mm -hmm. Because on a physical level, I'm not surrendering and I'm not consenting or whatever. Mm -hmm. But on a higher level, I understand it, that you have to let it happen, let it be, right. you know, to receive. Yeah. So it, so words are tricky. They are tricky. Yeah. They're, tricky. It's, they're what we have as our tool of, <laughs> one of our tools anyway of communication, but they are yeah. tricky. My question would be then, how does that higher perspective translate into our practical application? Right. Good question. <laughs> so for me, where I got to was there is a fine line. But what I came to for myself is that surrender is, for me, something I do after the fight. I've gone to my own head and my own human heart, but not too deeply into the heart, for my own solutions, and dang it, it's not working. And then I surrender to spirit. Whereas submission happens prior to any struggle. Submission is, I go to spirit first, and I listen. So for me, they're similar terms, but I use them completely differently. Submission is an approach to life. Submission is like a conscious decision. Right, a conscious decision to allow power greater than myself to flow through me, through my conversations, through my mind, through my relationships. It's an approach to living, whereas for me, surrender is, I for, I've forgotten to submit, I'm caught up in my head, and it's not working. Oh yeah, I forgot, surrender. So that's how it works in my, in my heart. Well, just for the submission part, it's ironic because the more I've gone through it and worked it through within, mm -hmm. the more I've come to realize that 
Submission, by connotation, used to be you submit to something, mm -hmm. you give up everything of yourself. Right. And yet what it truly means to me is once I submit, once I let go, mm -hmm. surrender, mm -hmm. submit, very close, once I let go and I let God, it actually turns out to be freedom. Right. Isn't that totally ironic? Isn't that interesting? That works. David? You know, I remember uh, studying some of Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. He pretty much spoke that if it's something you can't change or, mm -hmm. or walk away from, then you accept it as if you chose it. Right. Because that's your only option. Well, yeah, accept it and deal with it as though you chose it or step away from it. And if Those you can't the, yeah. step away from it. But if you can't, it, right, if it's there, you might, well you might as well accept submit <laughs> to the spirit submit within that, that is that not word. to the other person. Yeah. Now, words, language, we came up with a word at some point to mean all this stuff. Right. It, right. It's just, it's just mm -hmm. the word. Right. And what I keep getting with this two topics here, these two words, is I'm just looking at what comes behind the meaning, the mm -hmm. action. And I think in in my life, for me, I call that alignment and flow. Mm -hmm. Submit and surrender, align and flow. Uh -huh. Let me come into this place with you where our minds are aligned, right. my my creator and myself. And if, if they're aligned, then I'm out of myself and I'm in this other mind. And then and then whatever comes after that mm -hmm. is, is just the flow of how it goes on the backside. And with all these words, these trigger words or whatever that, mm -hmm. that we have all this stuff, remember that those are just just words. Right. It's it's what that word means. Yeah. Where you can right. connect to if you can't if you can't yeah. go but just uh I just keep getting yeah, it's just alignment and flow. Mm -hmm. Nice. And, and this is why we spend so much, why I spend so much time with words, because they are a tool of connection for us in this space. But if we're using a word and you're using it this way and I'm using it that way, then we're not really having a conversation. We're not really communicating. So helping us to clarify what we mean when we use these words. You know, what is the meaning behind it? What's the feeling behind it? So that's the purpose of digging in like that. And it makes it more connected. Right. We're, we're speaking on the in the same plane, you know, the same understandings. So let's see here. So I used the first three lines of the prayer of St. Francis this week to start digging into this topic of know thyself. Next week, I'm going to look at relationships. So it's communion with God, communion with self, then relationship in the world. And the last week of the month is global relationship or global community. But I'm going to use the prayer of St. Francis two or three lines each week as the lens through which we look at the topics. So what's the first line of the prayer of St. Francis? Lord, make me an instrument Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. So, Lord, what do we mean by Lord? Higher power. Yeah. Higher power, creator. 
All the words for God. All the words for God, <laughs> spirit, living, loving presence, universal intelligence, whatever that is you call that. True self. True self. Beautiful. What does it mean to be an instrument of God's peace? A server. A channel. A server. Tool. A tool. A sounding board. A sounding board. All these words. A vessel. A conduit. Disciple. Disciple. So in Teze, we reflected on the idea that in the days of St. Francis, a musical instrument was a magical thing. It was a magical thing. It's something that someone had created that took either breath or movement and turned it into melody and sound. And in his time, that was an amazing thing. I want to re repeat a quote um, that I shared from an author and teacher, Kent Nurburn. He said, what more hallowed object could have existed in such a world than something crafted by the skilled hand that could create such sounds and turn breath or touch into melody? To play an instrument would have been a divine skill. To be an instrument would have been a sacred thing indeed. When Francis asks to be made an instrument of God's peace, he is bowing down before God's skill as maker as musician, as composer of our days, and offering himself up to be shaped into a form through which the voice of God can be heard. When we give ourselves to the prayer, we are asking for the same. So we said that from the first line of this prayer, we're submitting ourselves to a deeper wisdom, inviting God's peace to flow through, drawing upon the guidance and the courage and the power of spirit, offering a clean slate, an open heart, an open mind, a willingness, and that we're asking that our physical body serve as a vessel through which God's peace can flow. We're asking to know ourselves, know thyself, as an instrument of peace. This week was really <coughs> powerful in just taking the first three lines of this prayer. So who knows the second line? Okay. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. What do you think Francis meant by that? Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Well, I think he's saying you can't eliminate the hatred that's out there, but you can plant seeds. Okay. And you know, and not not buy into it, not participate in it, but plant seeds of love. Mm -hmm. Okay, David. Be the light, not the darkness. Be the light, not the darkness. Listen. It also means to me do your spiritual practices ahead of time. Okay. So that you can put yourself in that place and hold yourself there, no matter what's going on. Mm -hmm. Do your communion work, your communion meaning connection with the divine, in whatever way you do that. 
on an ongoing basis. Yeah. Otherwise you don't know what you're submitting to. <laughs> <laughs> so walking in hatred or walking in love is a choice. We make that choice in every moment. We have to plant the seeds of love because in order to see love fully formed in the world, it takes planting the seed and tending it. That's our practice, right? And it's important to remember that when we see hatred in the world, that it's not a power in and of itself. It's an effect. It's an effect of someone what do, you, what do you think creates hatred? I'll just throw that out there instead of me going blah, blah, blah. What the creates? absence of love. Okay, the absence of love. A deep hurt. A, a deep, deep hurt. Betrayal. Fear. A betrayal. Fear. Anger. Betrayal. Anger. Sadness. Mm -hmm. That has been buried and perhaps calcified mm -hmm. so that there's a lashing out at all things kind and good. I would also say a need for control. A need for control. Fear right, yeah. is an awesome tool for controlling people. Yeah. Do you think it's necessary? The hatred? You think it's ne do I think it's necessary? I don't believe it's necessary. I believe in all of my starry eyes <laughs> and loving heart that we will evolve out of that circumstance. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is certainly present mm -hmm. currently. It's human made thinking. Yeah. Not God right. It's human it's part of the human condition. Yeah. Let's see. So this prayer is challenging us to look hatred in the eyes. Calmly and gracefully and lovingly and to plant a conscious seed of love wherever we find hatred. Because if we ignore it and just hang out in our starry-eyed, happy places all the time, who's going to plant those seeds? Mm -hmm. If we can't look at those places where hatred exists and consciously plant the seeds that will grow into a different way, Who's going to do it? Yeah, it said there, there are no innocent bystanders, and all, it, all right. it takes for evil to proliferate is for good people to do nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would replace good with aware, or loving, conscious, loving people to do nothing, then nothing can change. We are the hands and feet and hearts and voices of God on this planet. So this prayer is calling us to be that, to be that. You go back to when we were born, there was no hatred in us. There was only love. Right. You got to go back to that. Yeah. Back to the garden. Back to the garden. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Forward yes. to the garden. Or forward to the garden, yeah. This thing of looking backward, yeah, I... I dance with that because I don't believe going backward is what we need to do or what we are doing. We're evolving forward, but, but we're, if we're wise, we're taking the deep wisdom of the past from the deep wisdom traditions 
and moving it into the future consciously. So when I hear people say, remembering, remembering, yes, returning, returning. <clears throat> with hate. Mm -hmm. I am quite accustomed to being hated, and it's something I've dealt with most of my life, right? And and if you really look into it, in a human level, mm -hmm. a lot of hatred comes from fear. Yes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that fear is based in ignorance. Yes. Mm -hmm. it, we fear what we don't understand. Right. But we right. make a decision not to understand. Right. Right? We shut off right there. Okay. Yeah. When I was a, a long time ago, I was a traveling caregiver. Mm -hmm. And I used to take the elderly and disabled grocery shopping and to their doctor's appointments and things like that. And if you want a very opinionated group, that's who you hang out with, right? <laughs> and, and uh, you know, they, I'm wearing scrubs, uh -huh. I'm, you know, my hair was different, and I'm doing all these kind things with them, we're building this relationship, they mm -hmm. love me, oh, you're so nice, I'm so happy they sent you all the things, right? And I had one lady say to me, I'm so happy because I was afraid I was going to get a gay guy. No. <laughs> and we so developed this relationship with each other, and mm -hmm. they already have this preconceived idea that how they feel about gay people, right, right? LGBT people. And I've had several of them say, I'm so happy it's you and not, and not one of them, because there's a lot of them. And, and I don't say anything because I want them to get to know me. Then, then if they ever do find out, it, it forces them to rethink what they thought about my type of people because that's not what they thought we were. And they had this relationship with yes. me, and I was this way, and that kind of goes against what they thought. And I get it all the time in my job now, too. I hear all the things and all the stuff, but then they go, and, but you're such a good person. We, we really love it when you come and pick us up, and all the things. And did you hear about what the gays are doing or whatever behind me, right? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. What are they doing? <laughs> You know, they're like, Driving oh, the bus. You, know, <laughs> you know, how many times I've heard, like, you know, like, oh, the, the gay agenda. And I'm like, well, my agenda personally is to right. go home and go to dinner. I don't ever remember penciling you on my agenda. Right. You know, but it, it's so funny how they have this idea of yeah. this. And we do that. We have this group of people or this way of thinking or this uh -huh. religion or this. And we have this preconceived idea that's basically rooted in a ignorant place of not understanding exactly. and not a willingness to understand. Mm -hmm. And that is where all of a sudden we, we hate each other. Right. We're willing to kill each other, take from each other over yeah. something that that we have decided is going to be living inside of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Rather than connecting with people as a human first. Yeah. We see the difference, which is an old survival instinct, but we have to right. we have to evolve past that. Yeah. We have to reprogram that neurology that's Still mm -hmm. in place. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody knows uh, there is no agenda that involves anybody. <laughs> <laughs> April's got no agenda for you. <laughs> Maybe Christ agenda or harshness. Oh, yeah. For me, uh, excuse me. Oh, um, no. For me, it's perfect what she said because yes. for me, I believe in the rainbow and uh -huh. I believe in all together with a high frequency. So for me, it's so beautiful to listen what mm -hmm. she's saying and I'm from Brazil so I'm here and seeing everything all together uh, thank yeah. you for share thank you for share mm, it's very you. important your message thank yes. you and thank you for your sharing
think that's beautiful because you know you, yes. if you share later, you know what mm -hmm. you really feel. It's too late. They already love you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Too bad. So that's a unique way to plant seeds of love. <coughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, <coughs> it's not yeah. be pushing. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Planting is kind of a for the future. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. So who remembers? We're just going to go to the third line. Who knows the third line of the prayer? Is it where there is doubt, hope? No. Is that the third yet. one? No. Oh. Injury, pardon. Where there is injury, let me so pardon you. Uh, fear. Yeah. Where it's fear mm -hmm. that I, I, I don't remember. Where there is injury, let me so pardon. You know, this is this prayer is actually my wallpaper on my phone. So what do you suppose Francis means by sowing seeds of pardon where there is injury? Forgiving. Well that that kind of goes with exactly what I was just saying because rather than go, this person, I'm not gonna help them as much. I'm not gonna instead mm -hmm. I get to I get to not excuse, but I get to love that anyway. Mm -hmm. Their their opinion. Right. I don't have to bring mine or defend myself. All I have to do is say I'm going to love anyway, and that's mm -hmm. my choice. And I get right. to be that. And there has been great injury in those mm -hmm. in those places, but yeah. but I can still make a choice to grow past that and say I am not injured. Right. And and to offer healing in yes. a way of love in action. And that's all. I, that's yeah. all I do. All I gotta do is right. Take care. Of that, take care of that person and be what I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Right. And and, and yes. not hold that thing and take it home with me. Yeah. Live the dream you want. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't mean necessarily we approve of that person's behavior, or that we accept it as the way things should be. Ideally, doesn't even maybe necessarily mean forgiveness. Although eventually we're, we're wise for our own sake if we can come into acceptance and forgiveness of whatever's happened. It serves us, not the other person. But I think that he's talking more about sowing seeds of healing and reconciliation into the whole, into the whole. Mark? Mark? Yeah. I think also we're given tools such as moving into a higher vibration mm -hmm. oneself. Right. Like take joy in my presence as an ongoing thing for all yes. of us. Yeah. To be aware of his presence. He is omnipresent. Right. And to constantly or as frequently as possible to be aware of his presence and be joyful about that. Right. So when anything else happens, whatever other individual comes into into play and our mindset, and this works for all of us, at one time or another we're aware of that. It's a simple way of doing it mm -hmm. without having to go through some analysis each time right. with each individual. Just be joyful as Jesus was, as right. all the great uh, healers were over the centuries. Mm -hmm. And uh, <coughs> the onus is on us to Right. Be aware of these tools, these yes. simple tools, moving yes. into a higher vibration, right. if you will. 
And I think those that's another set of words for what April was was speaking to also is I only have control over how I am in the world and my own connection with remembering the presence of God, the presence of spirit, for my own joy in that presence. That's all I have any control over, not the other person. So that reminds me of a deep inner contentment with the self. A deep inner contentment with self. I think also that if you if somebody says something mean or hateful or spiteful to you, you you have to pardon them in order to not react to that to what they said. Right. In order to not uh, uh, get dragged down into that way of thinking, right. yeah. you have to you have to just let it go and and stay on the high road. Yeah. Turn the other cheek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, also too, remembering that this is a case. It's a shell. Mm-hmm. Inside the shell, there's a piece of all things. Right. A piece of the Creator, a piece of the divine light, mm-hmm. and that's what we all are. And we're all having some sort of experience and expressing ourselves right. in the world. And we have this human ego that mm-hmm. has preferences and a personality and right. all things. Sometimes someone does something or or group that's different or someone's rude or mean or cut you off or whatever and the, and the, the instinct is to this piece of you know whatever <laughs> and and the, but then you let that anger come up and you forget that that's uh, just another piece of god and so yes. you know in our, in our in our own humorous way in our life i say that all the time to remind myself so if someone cuts me off i said let me get this piece of god here <laughs> <laughs> this this piece of god over here and it just keeps me from going any further than that. Right. This this right. this piece of God. And it just reminds me that we're all we're all experiencing this life differently, but we're all right. We're all just a piece of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And you with pieces that. of God. Chris. Maybe it's not having to fight or defend ourselves when right. we run into those circumstances. Right. We don't have to prove ourselves as right. We don't have to prove them wrong. Yeah. We just Right. And that's part of knowing thyself, right? Asking in deep prayer and meditation or for, for guidance and wisdom as to why do I feel the need to defend myself all the time? What is that about? And trying to process through that so that there is the ability to just be with what is as a piece of God before you without having to defend yourself. I think that a lot of people in today's age jump to judgment right. faster than anything else. You meet somebody and immediately you'll make a decision. Do I like this person? Do I want to even talk to this person? Or, I don't want their problems or anything. And, and then you go on and, and you get into a habit that your life is the most important thing and you want to be happy, so you don't want their problems. Mm-hmm. So you push it apart, right? And it makes that judgment really bad because people need, in this day and age, they need somebody to rely on that they will help them. Right. Everybody's got problems, right? And nobody, if you don't care and you don't even take the time to notice, right? Then that's judgment. 
Yeah. I think judgment plays a big, big part of it. Yeah. I would agree with you. Mm -hmm. That snap judgment, especially, rather than discernment that is a process we go through that might cause us to not hang out with somebody, and that's okay. It's more the snap judgment that gets in the way. So when we're talking healing and reconciliation, does healing have anything to do with right or wrong? No. No. Healing is just a restoring to health, to wholeness, whether it's a physical, mental, emotional health, restoring the spiritual sense of life. So it, right and wrong don't even have really a place in the conversation, good or bad. It's like that's, you know, was it good that that person spoke to you that way? Well, it didn't feel good. Probably wasn't a very thoughtful thing. But how does that serve the healing of the planet? How does that serve the healing of humanity? Nice conversation. Yeah. I had a good week in meditation for sure. So healing, huh? Oh, sorry. Oh no, that's okay. I thought someone wanted to talk. <laughs> healing rises above that question of right and wrong and good and bad all that stuff. So sowing seeds of pardon is required before we can even restore health to the body, the mind, and the spirit. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, let me sow pardon. So I invite you to really chew on this this week. Yeah. As I'm sitting here, it's just totally going through me that perhaps the first place I should look as I hear that is not out there. Mm -hmm. Right. But in here. Right. Yes. Ah. Yeah. 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 And uh, every time that I write, I, I like to write mm -hmm. this. And when I'm writing this, mm -hmm. and not only this, but all prayers that mm -hmm. I do, I like to um, write and see the world, the words, the, the word words, words, yeah, words, uh -huh. and to feel the words in, um, inside of me, like in my life, ta, in my life, ta, in my right. life. And then first I see inside, and then. When I heal inside, I can see better outside. Yes. This is the way I, I yeah. used to, to learn. I yeah. Learn like this. Yeah, that healing brings clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so take these lines in this week if you feel like it. Mm -hmm. Maybe ask for guidance. You know, how can I know and express myself as an instrument of the divine? How can I do that? The practical. Bring it in. How can you use it? Where can I respond to thoughts and feelings of hatred? By sowing seeds of love. <laughs> Where can I do that? Where? Yeah, lots of opportunities, right? The world's offering us a, an abundance of opportunities. What does that even look like in my personal life to do that? You know, how 
Can I meet injury by sowing seeds of pardon? Are there places in my immediate experience that I can put this to work right now? And what does that look like? What does it feel like, that feeling? Freedom. It feels like freedom. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a wonderful practice that I, I, I haven't been doing it recently, but I love incorporating it in life. Is at the end of each day is doing mm -hmm. like a little personal inventory right. of uh, like where, like yesterday, I had a great opportunity to sow seeds of love to a particular uh, organization that called themselves Christian. Ah. And um, they approached us with judgment and with all these things, just the right. way we dress and just the way we show. Uh -huh. And, um, and uh, instead of sowing seeds of love, I sowed seeds of, of uh, flipping tables. Not, uh, not, not, not literally, not but literally. like, hey, yeah. you call yourselves a, you know, instead yeah. of approaching it. So reflecting back on that right. and seeing like where I could have, like anything in my day where I could have react, responded rather than reacting. Right. Yeah. And that's, that helps me whenever I'm doing that practice, which I'm starting uh -huh. again now. As of tonight, this moment, now. yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks for being so. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say one thing. Uh huh. Not for what he said. You know, the, yeah. that's the beauty. The beauty of life, the beauty of healing is that we're not perfect. And we're not going to be perfect in every situation. It's a practice, it's progress, not perfection. Yeah. And we get to start over every single minute. Whenever you want, you can pull it back and you can say, I might have not been my best self there, but I can be my best self next time, yeah. next minute. And we get that in this lifetime, all we these do. minutes. We can come back yeah. and make that choice. I recognize that, maybe I should look at it. Next time I have a choice to be better, to be yeah. It goes with like forgiving ourselves too. There's a lot of self-hatred, not just outside, oh, yeah. but like inside. Yeah. That's the actually the, the first place mm -hmm. to look at forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Self-forgiveness. For even the little things. For, you know, messing up. Instead of beating yourself up. Not that you were doing that, but sometimes we do. It's like, ah, oh, I've been at this practice thing for over thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 yeah, but that forgiveness of self and just moving on mm -hmm. and doing it differently next time. And just an add for me, mm -hmm. it's like remember that God is here. Yes. I am here. That's so right. So when I close my eyes, mm -hmm. I see everything here. Since right. I, I like to close my eyes and feel the energy because I, I can see and I, I can feel everything. Sometimes when I look into my eyes, uh, I be like confused. Mm -hmm. What I'm looking maybe can confuse me that this, but when I close my eyes and I really feel I know. So yes. this is the way that I come back. Uh -huh. Now I'm home. Ooh, now I'm home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. now I'm home. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. A couple more quick comments and we're gonna wrap up because <laughs> I get. Sometimes people say, wow, you let this go really long, and it's like, well, people wanted to talk. It's a conversation. So what do you want? Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, and there's a general prayer that uh, my guru gives people, and that is, it's 
simply saying to yourself on an ongoing basis as you're walking in the street, when you're going, doing anything, mm -hmm. may all the beings in all the worlds be happy. Mm, that's beautiful. And doing it, and that includes yourself. Right. You're praying to yourself and as well. All the beings in all the worlds be happy. And that, uh, and uh, along with that is, uh, it's on radio yesterday that the suicide rate among young people mm -hmm. is the highest in yeah. this country that it's ever been. Yeah. yeah. And there's a real hopelessness out there. So. Well, I want to thank you guys for the depth of our conversations, for being such good sports when I throw words like submission at you, and <laughs> for listening deeply and sharing from your hearts. I thank you for really caring about yourself, one another, the world, and the state of things. <coughs> and I just feel honored to have such a community coming together and growing. And it gives me hope that we are actually heading toward that love-soaked world. We are. We are. Yes. Thank you for the courage to pursue this. Mm. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, the one who, who communicated with me this last week, and all of you, when you do, for challenging my growth and pushing me, because I love that. It's what I'm here to do, is to continue to grow and expand and connect and bridge. And without a community to reflect that back for me, I'd be lost. So join me in a closing prayer. Knowing that there's one life, that it's being expressed in all of the infinite forms. It's being expressed as even that which seems formless, as the things that we know, that those things that we will never know and can never know. The one life is truly all that is happening. And so each one of us is a perfect and intentional and beautiful expression of the sacred. And so we remember that as we move into this week. We remember, first, all, first of all, that, that that's what I am. And then we look into the eyes of our beloveds and we remember, this is who you are. And we look at the creatures that fill our world and the birds that sing and the, the rocks and the trees and the beauty of nature and we remember that's what you are. We open our hearts and we open our minds to one another and to our world in deep listening to know how we can best serve and respond to this changing world. I trust to know that each one here has a purpose and finds meaning in this spiritual life that we are living. 
I know that each one is blessed by their presence here and that those blessings are carried out this week into the world so that every person, every animal, every creature, every being that crosses your path is further blessed by your presence. I'm so grateful for this time and for all the blessings of this day. I say thank you, Spirit. And I release this prayer knowing that it's done its work. And so it is. Amen. So nice to have you all here today. So we're going to move into our time of offering. If you would like to share of your financial good with this community so that it may continue its work, I invite you to do so. And while we do that, we're going to just listen to a song by Bob Marley, because I'm in a Marley mood again. <laughs> Whoops. See, I've been moving in my mind this week. I think I'm moving away from this, because this is four years we've been doing this. And, um, but I hadn't made the switch yet. You're right. But in my mind, I'd made the switch. So let's go ahead. This will be the last time that this will be our affirmation for our offering. It's time. We're, we're a living entity here, and it's time for us to make another shift. One more time. One more time. Good all you got. <laughs> As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift freely in the spirit of love, blessing, and sending forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance, and so it is. Amen. So enjoy dancing, whatever you want to do. Thank you, Lord. Bob Marley. I couldn't find one of them actually playing it, Thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing now. Thank you, Lord, for every little thing. Thank you, Lord, for you make me sing. Thank you, Lord, 
Thank you, Lord, for the gifts received today and every day. They come in many forms, time, talent, energy, loving energy. And so I'm just deeply grateful today for us to have more support in moving forward in our own ministry, food. And I would also include deep, deep gratitude, knowing, as I do, that God has the back of every person who is in less than perfect circumstances. So for each person who's going through the ravages of things that can happen with the earth, whether it be fire, whether it be tornadoes, whether it be earthquakes, thank you, God, for continuing to support even in those times when it might not look like it. I know you're there. So in deep gratitude, I just say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. Please join us for the closing song before we go in for a tailgate party. Yeah, that was the theme that Kathy sent out for food this week, tailgate party. I'm like, what? <laughs> Me being the big sports fan that I am, you know. Ah, uh, now I get it. There's a pickup truck with a keg of beer in the back next door. No. I didn't I didn't see that, but yeah, there you go. All right, here we go. All together, hand in hand, we see the light, we take a stand and we are changing. A whole new life for you and me, take your past and set it free, and share this blessing. Love be with you, peace unfold you, 
Spirit lift you, breathe it in. Truth come through you, make good flow to you. Let joy renew you until we meet again. Love be with you. Have a beautiful Sunday.